What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is Friday, and uh, it, it's a good day. It's a good day. It was a good week. I was in New York this week for Microsoft's uh, hardware event slash randomly announced sort of Windows feature thing where Yusuf Mahedi and some other people got up on stage and talked about some uh, upcoming features here to Windows 10. But um, it is a good day. It was a good week. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about on the hardware side and the software side, but we're going to start with the software. So Microsoft held their event this week in New York. I was there at the studio. It was a pretty small event, I mean, from a, an audience size perspective. Uh, it was limited, actually, by the fire marshal. I believe there were about 60 to 70 people there is what um, is what Microsoft was telling me. So, you know, an intimate environment. Panos was all over the place, and, and Ralph and Stevie were all there, and everybody else uh, was there. Well except Terry Myerson, who has now left the company. Um, but anyways, so they got up on stage. They talked about new features. One of the interesting things coming here is that Android app mirroring. So if you're taking a step back here for a second, if you're a Windows user and you're like a diehard Windows fan, Android is the place to be. Um, it's not for everybody. I actually bought an iPhone. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, if you use Android using the Microsoft Launcher, I believe in the next update, they were talking like it was coming 19H1. Um, you'll be able to actually mirror all the apps on your phone onto your PC. Kind of a neat thing. It's almost an, an inverse of what Microsoft was originally doing with Windows Phone, where they had Project Astoria, which would allow you to mirror Android apps on Windows Phone, but now it's kind of reversed a little bit where you're mirroring Android apps from your Android phone onto your Windows PC. Kind of neat. Um, they showed off Snapchat, which I'm sure Snapchat is just super happy about because one of the things that makes Snapchat Snapchat is that the messages disappear, but if you can bring it to your PC with that app mirroring um, built in, kind of negates some of that functionality, if you will. Uh, so that's coming. The other thing is, if you're using Microsoft To Do, that is going to now be baked into Outlook.com. They showed off that. Uh, I'm actually very happy about that because I use Outlook.com and I use Microsoft To Do. So that's coming. And then they also announced the availability of Windows 10 1809. Now, before you go and download that, there's been some reports here, and I've actually got quite a few tips in, saying, hey, they installed this update, and then everything from their My Documents, uh, Videos, and Images folders are just gone. And if they go to the Windows.old folder, they're also gone. So update uh, carefully, or maybe just sit this one out for a little bit, which is always a good, you know, always a good thing to do. And as always, back up your stuff. I use OneDrive personally in Google Photos because Microsoft won't let me buy more than one terabyte of uh, Office storage or OneDrive storage at this time. Why not Microsoft? They just apparently don't want my money. Um, but anyways, things that they do want my money for is Microsoft announced a ton of updates this week. Now, uh, I... I I, 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 I love tooting my own horn here, but if you remember back in early August, I said, hey, this fall is mostly going to be a chip refresh, and that's pretty much what we got. Um, there were some other, you know, bonuses in there, and then I wrote up that, that hey, it's going to be in black as well. We got the black stuff. The one thing I sort of missed on, but sort of didn't, because um, I was just hearing it as well as Mary Jo, is there was no USB Type-C. Uh, that is the one big omission from the Pro and the laptop, which... Uh, I've got some more information, but I believe that's going to be in the book. Uh, by the way, I'm writing a book. <laughs> if you're not aware, I'll link to that below. And, um, yeah, so I got to talk to a bunch of these people, so no USB Type-C. But, 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 guys, these things look good. Let's just, if you're listening on the audio version, you might want to jump over to the YouTube if you haven't seen this stuff, because I got some good pics of it. I mean, this is the new Surface Pro 6. Now, they're calling it the Pro 6, which is kind of awkward, because they had Surface Pro, Surface Pro 2, Pro 3, Pro 4, no Pro 5. Um, and then Pro 6, and here it is. And so it is black. It's absolutely black, and it is gorgeous. 
Um, it, this is a hallmark back to the original Surface Pro, if you remember, was black. I mean, that Chrome logo on the back, I know I'd said this before, before we'd seen pictures of it, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, it really does pop. It's almost kind of hard to see at certain angles. I had to get the lighting just right for it to show off. It looks good. It's hard to kind of describe to a, what I don't know is if this is the exact same uh, coloring method they used with the original Surface Pro. It feels a little bit different, but it's hard to tell. And I did, I should have brought my old Surface Pro with me or even the RT uh, to try to compare them, but I didn't. But I mean, this thing looked good. It's just an upgraded processor for the most part. There's a couple other minor differences, but that's not the big deal here. The big deal here is the color. The new chips um, starts at $899, I believe, and you can get your hands on it October 16th, but it is now shipping, and that's with the 8th gen core processor, which is also a quad core, uh, which is going to be a big performance spec bump. Now, why are they calling it Pro 6? So here's what Microsoft kind of told me. Um, they, they didn't announce this, but they sell a lot of these things in the corporate channel, a lot. And so even though Apple can kind of get away with, hey, whatever they call it, the MacBook Air 2016, which Microsoft could have done, or 2017 or whatever, they could have done that. Microsoft kind of ran into a problem where they would call up customers or whatever consumers and be like, what Surface Pro do you have? And they'd say Surface Pro, and they wouldn't know the numbering. And so it made it harder on Microsoft's side. I think it made it some marketing confusion as well. And lo and behold, here we are with Surface Pro 6. I still kind of probably would have preferred calling it like Surface Pro 2018. Um, and going with that naming mechanism, similar to what they're doing to the Windows updates. But maybe, you know, we will live to learn another day about what's going on. But I mean, just look at this thing. Like, I, I really do. Like, it it looks good. Maybe it's just because I'm used to looking at the silver model for so long. Um, but yeah, I think they could have maybe done a different color pen just to make it pop a little bit. The black looks fine. I'm not against the black. Uh, but I think if they would have thrown like a burgundy or cobalt pen on there, that would have looked fantastic. Um, and then the other one of the other things announced, the Surface Laptop in black. Yay! Now this is going to be a higher end SKU, so you're going to pay a little bit more money for it. But um, again, Intel, uh, what is it, 8th gen processor, up to 80%, 85% faster. Granted, it depends on the workload and all that good stuff. Starts $999, ships October 16th. But that thing... Uh, I mean, the, the black just looks really good, and it looks even better in person. Now, the big question is, fingerprints. Is that going to happen? Yeah, it does. I did get, um, I posted up some videos actually earlier on the channel with some very poor audio, which I apologize for. Uh, I had a mic plugged in, and I was literally standing outside the bathrooms of this event because they had a very loud DJ just blaring music, and I couldn't do any voice overlays, and I couldn't even hear my own audio uh, feedback and so then it was actually just picking up the internal mics whatever terrible videos lesson learned and um, you know anyways that's what you get for trying to do stuff on the show floor but the devices they're great they are exactly what we expected just a minor spec refresh new color same old song and dance from a form factor um, and again no type c now they did announce a new surface studio which has a brighter screen with better contrast which surprisingly does have usb type c so what's really awkward here is that you have on the very low end of the microsoft spectrum you have surface go and that has type c and on the very top end you have the surface studio which has type c and then you have their bread and butter their surface pro and uh, their basic laptop without type c it's just weird how they have like both ends of the spectrum with type c and not in the middle i'm not so upset that it doesn't have thunderbolt i i somewhat agree with microsoft that that's still confusing and i've heard that there's issues too where people are trying to charge their surface goes with phone chargers it's not working out so well because it's really slow um but it is coming. Microsoft kind of, they wouldn't tell us when or whatever, but they're like, hey, oh, it's coming. Uh, my gut kind of tells me here that um, it's going to be obviously in the next Surface Pro. 
Surface Pro 7, which is going to have, I believe, the big design update. Although there's some questions about timing, if you will, because Microsoft, I believe, was planning to use the Ice Lake uh, chip in that next generation product. Now, the problem is, is that Intel has delayed the next generation, uh, or not next gen, uh, that chip until 2020 because it's going to be on there, what, 10 nanometer? And they're going to ship a new 14 nanometer, I think Cooper Lake, I believe is the name of it. And that's going to come next year, I believe. So I don't know if they're going to re-architect things and to use that chip or if they're just going to get delayed. So we might be sitting on this one for a little bit. Granted, Microsoft is on roughly a 15 month. Um, it's not an every year thing that they're updating the Surface Pro. And so maybe they're just going to hold out for Ice Lake and then go from there uh, with a major design update. And so there's that. Um, that being said, if you need a Surface Pro now, get a Surface Pro now. Do not wait. If you're always waiting for what's next, you will always and always be waiting. Um, the other interesting thing to note about the Surface Studio is that it actually has a higher starting price. It now starts at $34.99. That's this thing. This is not the new one, by the way. This is a Surface Studio back here. That one, when it shipped, its starting price was $2,099. Now, what do you get more for the money? Uh, well, there's a better, there's a GTX chip in there. Um, I believe it's 1060 or 1070, depending on the model. What's odd, though, is that it's actually a seventh generation Intel chip inside, which is weird because Microsoft is shipping 8th and 7th gen stuff and all that stuff. And then they're charging more money, $34.99 for. Granted, the big difference, though, is that it's all solid-state storage. So basically what it looks like they did was they just said, hey, this is the old price. Well, this is the old price if you got all solid-state, which they didn't even offer, actually. Um, so they, they raised the price by about 500 bucks for that. Um, now, my big question for them, you guys can't hear this on the podcast. This thing is loud. Um, it, it It's a very constant hum. And so it's just white noise and bat and you'll you know you ignore it after a while and if you're in a noisy office you would never hear this thing but somebody who sits alone by themselves forever alone um it, it's no it's noisy and so i asked them if it was updated you know is the new one quieter and they said yes they said they worked on some of the throttling uh as well and so they've included more sensors actually i believe in all the products i know i believe i'm almost positive on the pro 6 it has additional and more accurate temperature sensors so they can more fine-tune the uh throttling in the third or the, not even throttling the thermals of it and i believe they did the same thing for the studio to try to make it even quieter because um it, it's a little frustrating when you spend 3500 bucks on a new machine and all you hear is all day long all day long and so then the other big thing that microsoft announced is where's that image are these bad boys this was kind of myra joe was the only person i gotta give her full credit who's kind of scooped this but she said they're building a headset and she thought it was more like a jobber headset but no these are actually uh, more like a bose quiet comfort uh audio noise canceling headphones now these are interesting for a number of reasons one um it's i mean they're expensive they're about 349 um, and they haven't told us exactly when those are coming about. Uh, Microsoft had been working on these for actually three years. This is part of the book as well. Um, and then about one and a half years to design all the stuff and learnings. And so what you can do is there's a knob, which you can see there, and one adjusts volume, and the other one, and they're on the headset themselves, adjust the level of noise isolation. And they do a pretty dang good job, if I'm honest. Granted, they are big and bulky, um, which... For you, or may it may not be a difference. Like if you're in your own home, yeah, they're actually going to be great. I'm actually probably going to pick up a pair eventually here, um, if Microsoft won't send me them, whatever. But they're nice. Now the big question is audio quality. How is the audio quality? It, it was too hard to get a handle on it. Um, they were comfortable in the head. I can absolutely say that. In the few, I got to wear them for about five minutes total, and so. 
they are comfortable. The noise isolation worked very well. You just turn the knob and it kind of just, you know, drowns out the background, not drowns it out, but just isolates the background noise. And so I'll be curious to see how well these sell. They're very much a premium product fitting into that premium brand. Why aren't they in black? Uh, I don't know. Microsoft Michael will probably ship like a special edition or something to match your brand new Surface Pro and Surface Laptop. But um, yeah, 349 They haven't told us when they're shipping. Uh, the studio, by the way, ships in November, November 15th specifically. And these are kind of neat. I, the one real awkward thing about this is it doesn't work really that well with the Xbox. It works with Xbox over Bluetooth, I think, I believe, but it doesn't support the actual Xbox headset protocol. Um, so it won't, you can't buy them to use with your Xbox One X. Uh, that seems like an oversight in my opinion. Uh, but they do work with Cortana and it works with Cortana on Android and iOS and Windows 10 PCs. So you can say, hey, Cortana, and depending, it doesn't matter the device, it will work and you'll get your answers and feedback and all that stuff, which is great. Um, it's up to you if you think that 349 price point is worth it, but overall, super comfortable, kind of interesting. They come in a case, I forgot to put a picture over here. If you've ever seen the Xbox uh, Elite controller case, it comes in a very similar, very similar case to that. And so, uh, I, these devices, I think this is a good thing. This was a, this wasn't like a home run event for Microsoft. They went up there trying to hit a single, and I think they hit a double. I, I, this is actually better than, I, I don't know, I just think the black looks fantastic personally. And they've been getting a lot of good press. A lot of people are saying, hey, Apple's kind of back on their heels because Microsoft has this thing, which Apple has their iMac, but this is better for creatives. I think most people agree here because of right, the articulating display and all that good stuff. And um, Microsoft just kind of keeps pumping out these iterative updates and they're doing well for the company. I mean, over $4 billion in revenue last year. Apple is expected to have an event this month where they were going to update iPads, which will probably have bezel-less or minor bezels, um, which will instantly kind of make the older things look dated. But um, I think Microsoft's going for that bezel-less look here next year. And so um, they shouldn't be too far behind. They should not be too far behind. Other things that they announced too were, is called Surface All Access, which starts at $24.99 a month for a Surface Go. Basically what it is, it's their, their new payment plan. Remember, they canceled their old payment plan stuff like four weeks ago or six weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, so now starting at $24.99 a month, all the way up to $150 for Surface Studio for 24 months. But it gives you basically, well, not basically, it gives you Windows, I believe Office as well, and the hardware all for one monthly payment, which for some people I think is going to be a good thing because if you're a student, for example, if you can make it last that whole 24 months, it's a great way, no interest uh, to buy it. Um, but on the flip side, then you're paying monthly for a device, and by the time it's paid off, it may not be, you know, it's going to be a little bit dated if any hardware that lasts two years. So uh, that that was, it was a good event. The response seemed to be pretty optimistic. Panos was full Panos walking around. I got to chat with Panos one-on-one -on -one for 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Ralph and Stevie, a good 30 minutes, just kind of candidly one-on-one, -on -one, which was great for the book. <laughs> uh, they, they confirmed some things that I had questions about. And so even if Microsoft doesn't let me directly interview them, um, I've gotten some good information out of them. Not information out, but confirmations, things that I'd heard elsewhere and um, feeling good about that. Feeling good about that. So the question becomes is, is this enough of an update to keep Surface relevant? Yeah, I, I kind of think so. Microsoft sort of lives in its own little own little bubble, if you will, with their hardware. And I think it, that's fine. They don't have to be latest and greatest or um, this really kind of crazy stuff. HP announced literally a computer covered in leather that's foldable and designable, um, which is interesting to me. I'm not sure if it's for me personally, and I'll be very curious to see how uh, once they get my hands on ones, what it's like. It, it's a, 
if nothing else, I appreciate HP's ability to just say, screw it, we're going to do something different. They've done it with their, I believe it was called their Spark PC, this PC that they just announced, their Folio. Um, and so I respect HP for doing that. What they're doing is they're, they're testing out new form factors, much like Microsoft did with the Surface Pro. And um, some will stick and some won't. But um, hats off and kudos to HP. I'll be very curious to see how that machine works out for everybody in the real world. And so big week for Microsoft on that side. Uh, it was a good event. There was... Um, it was a good event. Microsoft kicked this off pretty well. I'm still surprised they didn't live stream it. I think they were afraid that it was going to be a little underwhelming and they didn't want people to like show up and think it was going to be this. I think they should have streamed it personally. Um, I mean, it works out better for us. We get better coverage, but I would rather you guys have, you know, get to see what we're seeing. Um, and Panos walked around. He almost took my laptop. He, he walked up to the couch where... Uh, Sitting on the couch, we were second row. We couldn't sit front row because they were reserved for somebody who had a very large camera and blocked a bunch of shots. Um, so I had to stand up and then block more people's shots, creating a cascading effect of people standing up. But that's aside from the point. So it was myself, Mary Jo, and Paul sitting in a like dead center, and Panos walked up to us during the keynote. He goes to pick up Mary Jo's laptop um, to like show off something and realized it's an HP. Oops. He goes to pick up mine, realized it's a 15-inch Surface Book 2, and it's quite heavy. And then he walked over and Paul picked up his Surface laptop. And I think he went with Paul for one number of reasons, whether it's Paul for that matter. Plus, it was a Surface laptop, and they were updating the Surface laptop. And so uh, it, it was good. And I hope you guys enjoyed what came out of it. I personally did. I'm curious to see, you know, what's kind of next here. I think Microsoft has some big things on the horizon for 2019. I know it feels like we say that a lot, but 2018 was just kind of the year of the refresh plus the Surface Go. And um, I think next year is going to be a very good year for all of that stuff. And so uh, I'm not going to drag this out too much, folks. You can go check out all the coverage. You can check out that. I mean, let's just look at them one more time. I mean, just, it looks nice. You can imagine this device and just shrink that bezel. Now, everyone says, hey, when you shrink the bezel, what happens to where, how do you hold it? Microsoft has had palm rejection technology in all of their stuff since, I think, the very beginning, and it's only gotten better. And so they don't, the bezels aren't really too concerning for me um, because Microsoft has gotten good at rejecting your palms and you can just pick it up like anything else. And you can imagine those bezels just shrinking up or they could even expand the display, I guess, and keep the same aspect ratio a little bit. I should have drilled Stevie on that. But um, yeah, so you can see it. You can imagine how they can do it, and it would look fantastic. And so that's the back, and then the same thing with the laptop. And so I think next year is hopefully going to be the year of removing the bezels. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for today, folks. Um, I'll be around, and I'm going to try to do some more digging around on some of these features and specs that are coming on the stuff. But uh, let's see, they ship in not too long. And then we've got Google's event coming up here where they're going to announce Pixel 3, a new Chromecast, uh, probably a new Pixel Book, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then Apple's expected to have another event, because why not, uh, sometime this month. So uh, Microsoft has kicked off the hardware event at I think there's still a lot to come this month, and it's going to be an interesting time in the tech world. And so I hope you guys had a wonderful week. I did, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week next week, and we'll catch you right back here next time on The Sam's Report.